I got I got nothing for the intro, so we're just gonna start, man. We're just gonna start. You know what the intro is? Gavin. Yeah. How have you been? Good. All right. Okay, I've Let's been start okay. The show. All right. <laughs> You're listening to DIU Podcast, Daily Issues Uncovered. My name is Gavin, and I'm joined with my co-host. Uh, what what the hell did we talk about last time? <laughs> I don't remember. I'm joined with I'm joined with my co-host. Yes, that, thank you, Kyle. Thank you, Kyle. Let me do this again. You're listening. You're listening to DIU podcast. Daily issues uncovered. My name is Gavin. I'm joined with my co-host, aspiring sellout actor Jaxi. What's up? Why am I a sellout? You said you would sell out this last episode, didn't you? you? Said I would. I would. I would be the the stereotypical Asian guy lost lost in the translation. You no, know, I, I would just, be I would be in Mulan if they offered me the role to jumpstart my acting career. No, 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 no. Didn't you it say was, that last week? It was to boycott Mulan. What are you talking about, bro? But if Mulan, if Disney offered you the role six months ago, when, I don't know, they filmed probably two years ago, many years ago, you would have taken that role. Depends how major the role is. Mayor last Lee? week you said you would have taken any role. Oh man, to pay bills. To pay the bills. <laughs> oh, yeah. As an aspiring actor, now you're now you're choosing your roles just because I called you a sellout. Come on, man, stick to your guns, dude. Dude, relax. You know who needs to relax? Fucking everyone. These so-called Toronto Raptors fans. After Friday, like, listen, Raptors game seven last Friday, tough loss, heartbreaking, heartbreaking. How we lose to the Boston Celtics. They're just a better team, I guess. No, 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 no. They're no, just no. a better team. But all the this is who needs to relax, Jack. All these fucking people out there saying Pascal Siakam needs to go. All these fucking okay. guys saying get this get this guy out of here. No heart, no respect for the team. What? Well, I, you know, I didn't say Siakam get the fuck out of here. Uh, you know, that loss was basically Siakam's fault. Everyone but- blaming Siakam. Cause he played like shit the whole series on both ends of the floor, acting like acting like they've never had a bad week at work. Come on, and now everyone's calling for his head. This is the guy for true Raptors fans. Pascal Siakam should be like your son. He, you seen him coming in to the team in the twenty sixteen draft, twenty seventh overall pick. Who the hell is this guy? No one really knows. Gets sent to the G League. Develops. If this was an anime, it'd be inspiring as fuck. Pascal Siakam's story. And now all y'all motherfuckers out there saying he needs to get out. He's been playing poorly. Give him a break, man. He'll be back next season. I go on. I see on Facebook everyone saying like, yo, this guy needs to get the fuck out of here. You know, trade him. Trade his ass. I'm, I'm, so then I go on Facebook. I'm typing, I'm typing a comment like, Yo, don't worry, man. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be positive. I'm trying to be optimistic, right? I'm like, yo, I know, based on my experience of watching Pascal Siakam the past four years, this guy is a warrior. He gets better every year. He's gonna come back. So I'm like, yo, don't worry. He's gonna come back better, stronger next year. This motherfucker Jack C comes on comes on to my Facebook comment and says. He played. He choked in the playoffs. I'm like, I know that. I know that motherfucker. What the fuck do you 
wrong to say. Hey, <laughs> if you read the comments, it's basically everyone. Yeah, and these guys call themselves Raptors fans. How are you gonna? How are you gonna turn your back to your son, the son, the the son of the Raptors franchise, Pascal Siakam, home homegrown talent from from scrub from scrub to bench mob to six man uh, no most improved player to all star. Now, just like that, everyone turns their back. I'm looking at you too, Jack. Well. You know, this is life, bro. These like, are semi-Raptors fans. Like, uh, guys like Jaxi who don't really follow basketball but think they know enough. Yo, like, yo, 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 yo. Pascal Siakam trash. Please, what? please. I what? just want to say, that's everyone, you know. You remember everyone's worst performances, but you don't remember their good performances. He, We wouldn't have won the championship last year. This guy, we, this guy carried please. us to the, this guy carried us to the, to where we are now, to the second seed. Come on, man. This guy's 26 years old. Quiet. No one's saying Pascal Siakam is Kawhi Leonard. Well, okay? he choked because he doesn't have the killer instincts. He's not a killer yet. He won't be. I, I believe... Okay, you don't believe in our guy? That's fine. That's fine. But you're not a true Raptors fan. I'm just going to say that right now. I believe in Pascal Siakam. This guy This guy grew up before my eyes. Like I said, I'm, I'm like a proud dad. Get him next year, son. Get him next year. And all those haters out there looking at you, Jaxie, Jaxie, and friends. <laughs> Quote unquote, everyone. Everyone. Y'all, y'all just jump off the bandwagon like that. Hey, 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 hey. That's a big issue. Please. I never jumped off. Fake. Every time we watch a Raptors game, Jaxie, we're down, we're down five points in the first quarter. Oh, GG, guys. GG. <laughs> GG. Yo, yo, firstly. That's a classic Jaxie. Firstly, move. we were down by like 15. By halftime, was it? I thought it was a 15. Any, t- any time we're oh down God, by... It's like, bro, we're six minutes into the first quarter, down six points. Chill. So, GG, GG. Looking at guys, 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 fuck this game. Pascal Siakam sucks. Stop giving him the ball. This guy carried us through the whole season. I get it, okay. He was cold. Maybe we should have put Ibaka in in those final, final quarters, but this is the guy who brought us here, where we are, and we're just gonna. I'm, I'm glad Nick Nurse isn't like like you, thinking like yo, turning his back, turning his back on a star player. Well, being like yo, you brought us here, but fuck you. Well, you know what? You know what? Yeah, what? I, I, I'm mad at Raptors. You know, they they gave up on Jeremy Lin. You, you guys turn your backs on Jeremy Lin. <laughs> what can I say, man? You you guys turn your backs on Jeremy Lin like we turn our backs on Siakam, man. That's all I gotta say. Damn, this guy, you heard it here, Jack, you heard it here first. Jack C would rather have Jeremy Lin on his team than Pascal Siakam. All right, all right. It's called Asian pride, bro. Fucking guy, man. Okay, topics. What do you have for us this week, Jack? Okay, this is a huge topic, uh, at least for us in Canada. We might head back to phase two of COVID. What does that mean? No eating out in restaurants. No, I think being groups of larger than 10. Okay. Well, I've never been in groups larger than 10 anyways, but just the overall system will be different. Why Why do you think we might be headed headed back? Has Has, has the government said something or am I yeah, missing something? Yeah, the government said they might, I think. Uh, also, because the COVID cases have risen since July. It's like 300 cases, right? 
Yeah, there was, yeah. yeah yesterday was we, 300. We peaked, we reached more than 300 cases yesterday. Since July. Yesterday being September 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the last time that happened was in July. So a month and a bit. Today we were like 240 something, 250 ish. Still high, still high. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if this trend continues, you're saying the government's going to consider reverting because now we're in stage three reopening. The government's going to consider going back to stage two, right? Yeah, and, and I want to ask Gavin, how are you going to feel if it goes back to phase two? I'm going to feel like Pascal Siakam. <laughs> everyone everyone turn his back on him. Everyone turn his back on him in this time of need. I'm here. I'm out here trying to enjoy my life, going around, eating out, walking around, indoor shopping malls with my, with my mask on, with my mask on. I'm out here doing all these things. I'm out here... I'm out here going to Popeye's yesterday, getting into the hype on that fucking chicken sandwich. I'm like, yo, that chicken sandwich came out. I'm going to put my mask on and go get a chicken sandwich. Before we continue, how was the chicken? First of all, that was the greatest chicken sandwich I've ever eaten since. Ooh. Oh, he had to think about it. Since a while. Since a while. Since before Pascal Siakam's time. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Wow. Wow. Get get the fuck up. Fuck. Fuck you, man. Fake Raptors fan. But that was a great sandwich. And let me tell you, I heard about the sandwich last year. It was all the hype. It was it released in America. Motherfucker got stabbed for cutting a line. There was a story like some people are killing people for this sandwich. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to get this sandwich, man. I'm going to get this. I'm going to get this goddamn sandwich. It's finally in Canada a year after. A year after it's finally in Canada. So. How long was the line? It was lying. Yeah, there was a line, Ooh. and and this is the Popeyes near my house. We're in Markham. We're not in Toronto. There was there was a line. It wasn't. I went I went late at night, so it wasn't that bad. But I still had to wait for a good I don't know maybe fifteen minutes. Wow. Fifteen, fifteen. That's not that bad. Everyone is getting that sandwich. Mm. I'm like, no one is here ordering like, yeah, I have some popcorn chicken. You know, I have some. I have the I have the number two combo of the with the mashed potatoes. No, everyone sandwich sandwich. Give me two sandwiches. Give me three sandwiches. Everyone's getting a sandwich. And I'm like, the hype is real. So Jack, to answer your question, if we go back to stage two, that's the st- that's the price we're going to be paying. Well, so so to answer your question, bro, it's a, it's a, I, I would be sad if we went back well, to stage two. To be fair, you can break the rules. Just like, do you remember when Animal Crossing came out? This was during phase one and people went to fucking line up. I'm, I'm not saying, I'm not, yeah. I'm not saying if you can or can't break the rule, but your question was, should we go back to the rule? No, of, I course, said, of course, any rule we can break. No, I said, how do you feel about going back to stage two or phase two? I'll feel like Pascal, Pascal Siakam. That's, that's what I said. And be terribly sad that, well, I guess I can still order the, uh, the sandwich. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. Take, take out. Take out, yeah. Yeah. Yo, FOMO, man. Get the sandwich. This guy didn't invite me, this guy didn't invite me yesterday, man. Yeah, because I don't hang out with fake Raptors fans. I'm not a fake Raptors <laughs> fan, bro. I just hating on Siakam right now. Freaking salty. He he was uh, trash. Fake bro. Raptors fan. Yo, you're, you're you're salty, Gavin. Of all the quote unquote fake Raptors fan. Yeah, I am. I am. And you know what? Just like just like your issue, just like your issue, a lot of people are gonna be salty if we go back to stage two. Oh yeah, dude. I, I, it doesn't really make a difference, to be honest. 
So, so you'll be okay. Yeah, I think so, dude. So I realized something about myself. You know, everyone thinks I'm this outgoing person that likes to hang out and stuff. Don't get me wrong, I do. But I found out I'm more introverted than I thought. How so? What do you mean? Like, I know people that are complaining, like, oh, I'm always at home now because of COVID. We can't go out. There's nowhere open. Those are during, like, phase one and two, right? Everywhere was closed. That's me now, man. That's me now. And I actually enjoy, enjoy staying at home and just chilling out, bruh. How do I turn this dude off? It goes settings. Settings, yeah. Yeah. Viewer join, viewer leave. That's the most important one. That's the most important one. Okay. You're you're more introverted, you said, Jack. Uh, since since I, COVID, you've, you've I don't know if I'm more yourself. introverted. I realize I'm more intro- introverted than I thought. Okay. Like, you know, like everyone knows me as this like I'm this outgoing guy that like is like a hundred percent outgoing. I run on social batteries of going out. I don't run on yeah. like yeah. staying home and chilling by myself, right? I think I think a lot of people would agree with that. Just just seeing Jack C's like Instagram. Instagram feed, you know, he's always out there partying. He's always out there getting food. He's always out there, you know, on dates. That's the Jack C we know and love. So you're telling me now, what? I'm actually more introverted than I thought I was. Like, people are saying they're crazy, you know, like, I have to stay home all the time. I hated it. But I'm just at home chilling, man, playing games, just watching dramas, you know, like, on Discord. But does that make you introverted? Because well, like, you still like to talk to people. I'm, I'm sure you're doing all of those things, but also messaging like 500 people at the same time. Moa <laughs> Hossu. It's not the Cantonese corner. <laughs> uh, well, uh, you're, you're saying you're introverted because you I'm, like doing things no, which no, no. happen to be indoors. No, no, no I'm not saying I'm introverted. I'm saying I'm more introverted than I thought I was. Yeah. But then to the extent, it's to the extent where you're okay with a reversion to stage two. Yes. Like, I'm willing to stay home and not do anything. I just read, watch dramas, play games. Like, I heard people are like going crazy, like, like staying home, they're getting stressed, staying home all the time. They can't go out. It's just like overstressing from staying home. I don't know. I don't think you have the issue either, right, Gavin? Uh, I think what, where we align is, you know, there's a lot of things we can do at home, but some people don't, don't. yeah, people don't have, you know, video games at home. They don't have podcast studios. They don't, they don't have a Netflix. I don't know. Right. So whatever to do, Jack, like we don't have like a billion people we can talk to at any given second. This, this, uh, networker, he's got like this vast network of people he can hit up anytime. Anytime, Jaxi, you ask him at any given moment, he knows someone in power. That's that's a Jaxi network. <laughs> so not everyone's that fortunate. And I can see like if you live in a small house or like a like a one room, you know, studio apartment, and you're just in there the whole day, I can see people going crazy. Right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you don't have like a video game console, I don't know, maybe if, if you don't like playing video games, you know. Uh, I can definitely see why people would go crazy being indoors, being stuck indoors. I think if we went back to stage two, a lot of people are going to be, I don't want to say depressed, but they're going to, their moods are going to be, be dropping for sure. Which is why DIU podcast needs to continue giving this a 
It's content. Of course, of course. You know? Uh, and I also think if we go back to stage two, it's it works for, for people who can work from home, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not everyone. You got to remember, not everyone works from home. So, of course, it's easy for us to say, yo, let's go back to stage two. It's fine because this doesn't affect... This doesn't really affect us in the everyday life, you and me, Jack. So for for us, it's easy to say, listen, for the public safety or for whatever, maybe just for shits and giggles. I don't, I don't know where you're coming from. But going back to stage two, uh, we, can, we can easily say, you know, we survived it for what a few months. We can do it even longer. I, I think the most... Annoying part if we go back to stage two is our dating life. Well, specifically my dating life. You're in a relationship, doesn't matter. You know, like people are like me and Seb who are single, you know, on, on those dating apps. Struggling. We're struggling, you know. Yeah, I'm struggling. Struggling harder than Pascal Siakam's ability to dribble the ball. Yeah, exactly. Game seven. <laughs> even harder than the fucking pass. Not even dribble, pass, man. I know. Jackson can barely get off a text message without, uh, I, I don't know. I don't want to, okay, go ahead. <laughs> but point is, it's going to hinder my dating life again. You know what I mean? Like, we hit stage three, we can finally go out. We can, like, people are finally not scared to uh, meet up on dating apps. Yeah. Uh, you know, but if we go back to stage two, it's going to hinder my timeline again, you know, of getting married at 30. So, so let me ask you the ultimate question. Let me reflect the question back to you. Would you, how would you feel about stage two? You, you, earlier you said you'd be fine with it. But it sounds be, like you're not fine with I'm it. I'm fine with it, you know, if I have a girlfriend. But you don't. But I don't, unfortunately. You don't. So you're not fine with it. That means. Well, that depends. If I can still go on dates in phase two, which most likely not, then I'm fine with it. Because, you know. Wait, if, okay. So if you can go on dates in stage two, you'd be fine with it. Yeah. So what, what, is a, what does a stage two date look like? What are you doing? You know, six, we're, six, me, six feet apart? No, no, no. We're, we're wearing a mask. You know, we're going for McDonald's drive park. <laughs> drive through. Drive through park. Drive through. That's right. Yep. That's right. And then walking in the park. Walking in the park. I think, I think that's a pretty sweet date. You know, McDonald's is not. If you were a girl and someone said, let's go to McDonald's and walk in the park, you'd be okay with that. I'll be okay. With All that. right. There you go. Well, I don't know. To be honest, I've. Brought girls to McDonald's for a date. Maybe not a first date, like a second or third date, and then I've been to a park. Like together? In the same day, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not separately, no, no, no. Well, unless you're having a second or third date with a girl, you're not gonna do that, right? So what's your first what's your first date stage two play? <sighs> this is so hard. This is why it's so hard, because like if we're fucking phase two, it's a fucking bitch. But so you're you're against going back to stage two then for your well, for your personal interests right just for girls but other than that i would say stage two is fine so but like, girls is the main thing though girls is the main thing that's know, like your, your bane of existence in in uh 2020 i think okay what is a stage three date you would do oh right now yeah yeah, yeah i just bring to a restaurant we have lunch or dinner or, the, or coffee, and then get to know each other, and then 
talk for a bit, get to know the interest, gauge the interest, and then choose somewhere afterwards on the spot. That's what I do. Sounds like a normal date. Yeah, normal date. Which phase three is a normal date. It's not like phase two where everything's closed, right? We can't even sit in, right? Phase two. Nope. 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 Yeah, exactly. So Was patio stage two or three? Two. I think it's two, two. Oh, there you go. Go to patio. I don't know. Just every, just keep in mind, every patio is like super expensive. When stage two first came about, it's like after months of, you know, relatively cheap takeout and oh, yeah. cooking at home, going to get like a hundred dollar patio bill is oh, like, oh my God. Huh. Maybe, maybe, you know, COVID's not so bad. But for you, Jack, it seems like you're, you're against stage two. You're against, deep down, you're against stage two because it's detrimental to your life goal slash dating life. Everything else is fine. Jaxi, you're, you're, you're content playing Valorant at home. I don't know, watching Netflix, dramas. Doing your busting up. This guy brought a nine hundred dollar karaoke machine. Oh yeah, we didn't just talk about just because of COVID. Basically, I'm assuming. I'm assuming just because of COVID. Because well, you can't go to your karaoke. Partially, spots. partially. Uh, also, in the long run, I save a lot of money, right? Because like instead of karaoke, karaoke, yeah. we come to my house. We buy alcohol. We come to my house, right? So when Jack told me he bought a nine hundred dollar karaoke system, not including speakers. <laughs> The first thing I thought was like, damn, could have got some podcast equipment. I know, right? <laughs> but but let's run the math on that. How how much would you spend on one karaoke session on average if you went out? It depends how many people there are. I don't know. What's your average? I, okay, I don't if, it's a, if it's night karaoke, it's about 50 or $60. You would spend $50 on one night on That's karaoke. That's minimum. 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 Because mm. there's minimum charge yep. and you have to buy... An amount of drinks. And sometimes you go over that. Yeah. So minimum is $50. Yeah. And and what's that? Like the whole night or a few hours? What's that? Uh, that's like the whole night basically. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. $50. Mm. So. But that's if, just if, me. If my math is correct, Seb. If you sing. If you hang out in your basement 18 times. It's worth it. 18 times. Yeah. But it doesn't count like that because no one. Karaoke's alone. If you count each friend, $50. Not just me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm counting you, though. The so money you Me saved. by myself. Because your friends didn't chip in for that $900 karaoke machine. It's all that's you. True, that's true. It's all you, baby. Yeah. So, $50, 18 times. If you sing 18 times with your friends, it would be worth it. And it seems like, based on your Instagram stories, this, this guy's saying, you know, I don't hang out with this many people. Every day on his Instagram story is a new karaoke party going into like 2 a.m. Dude, I'm going to be honest. Ever since I got the karaoke machine, I think I already ha- like sang four or five times out of 18. Nah. <laughs> Everyone is trying to go to Jaxi's spot. Dude, the moment I posted, I had like 10 a, people message me. A billion people came. A, okay, like a billion people. Like how much was the machine? Does it auto update? Does can it I, have and, English songs? And can I come over? And can I come over? Exactly. This is like the episode of The Simpsons when they got the pool and everyone came. Jack sees that guy now. And it's it goes back to you saying you're not... No, you are somewhat introverted. But here you are. Dude. Like, Yo, come to the crib. I went to, Jack's, I went to Jack's basement the other day for the first time. 
And this guy has a fucking, he's like, he's like Scarface. He has a little like CCTV. So he's the, he's got the big TV monitor. <laughs> he's got the big TV screen for the karaoke. And on the side, he has a little like computer monitor with the CCTV hooked up. There's his front door, his garage, his, his backyard, back the alley. I'm like, who the fuck are you trying to <laughs> keep out? Like, what are you, where are the drugs at? Where's the money at? <laughs> well, it was a couple of things to watch up for. You know, one, robbers. Because you got the $900 karaoke machine. Okay. Now you have something to protect. Two, car thieves. They're also robbers. Or car destroyers, <laughs> which is the initial reason why my parents put in the cameras. Three, zombie apocalypse. <laughs> That's right. That's right. In the zombie apocalypse, Jack C will be in his basement alone in the dark, dim room, looking into that CCTV while singing karaoke, looking out for zombies and people who are scratching your car. Basically. Basically. Jesus and robbers, Christ. And robbers. Yes. yes. Zombie robbers. Or anything, man. Seb, yeah. how do you feel about stage two? Would you, would you want to go back to stage two? Nah, I'm okay with that, to be honest. See, like, uh, most of our friends are okay. Well, yeah. I'm more on the introvert side, so I'm... I'm, I, I'm, I'm introverted, it. too. I feel you, bro. I feel you. Introverted. And then fucking has the whole block... Has the whole block in his basement singing karaoke. on Instagram story, just, like, singing. Bruh. Dude, I love singing. <laughs> Robin, Robin suggested in the chat you should invite your date over for karaoke. That's a good idea. I, I would enjoy that. I would really enjoy that. But the thing is, will she want to come? That's the question. It's not about me. It's about her. Because phase two scare people. Fa- phase three, though. No, phase three is fine. I can bring it over. I don't care. It is phase three now. So if we go no, back, yeah, you would. we're going back to phase two. So now you would. Now you'd be down. You meet a girl on Hinge. Come back to my place. Second date. Second date. Second date. Second date. Not first. Not first, first date, McDonald's and Park. Second date, karaoke in my crib. Nice. Yeah. Or, or coffee and, and uh, park. And park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think coffee and park's better. Okay. So McDonald's coffee. McDonald's coffee. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. Girls enjoy that, right? Any anything else you want to talk about this topic? Well, not specifically, you know. You know, donate. And you can come say karaoke with me. <laughs> oh fuck yes! <laughs> this I guy Jax just said he's introverted. <laughs> now he's extending his hand to literal strangers. Donate at least 50 bucks because that's how much you would pay at the karaoke. 100, 100, please. At least 100 bucks. And you can come to Jaxi's house, see that CCTV system, sing karaoke with him. What else is there? Uh, Check out his dope ass finished basement. Couch coming soon. Couch coming coming soon. soon. This Thursday, actually, to be exact. Check, oh, really? oh my yeah. god why don't we just oh my god why are we even here so <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> listeners if we go back to stage two no we can't do that we can't do that we can't, we do, can't that. do that which is why reverting back to stage two is a big issue sure public health that's a thing sure sure but more importantly the money singing in jaxie's basement <laughs> slash money <laughs> for equipment <laughs> <laughs> For, no, 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 no. For our, for our whole team's 10% Pot. pay cut. <laughs> Jaxi realized he gave out too many 10%. <laughs> and now he has to earn money. Okay. 
I think it's a great idea. I hope we don't get stage three. Uh, I hope we don't go back to stage two just for that. Just mm. for that. So we can go back to singing karaoke in your basement. Mm. Well, I kind of want to talk about leading to phase two is yeah. because of schools opening. Yes. And Gavin, you briefly mentioned that. And, I want to talk about that and too. And you kind of yeah. want to talk about that. And that basically interconnects. It does, yes. Uh, my issue this week, should kids be going back to school? School started in, in early September. No, no. I think York Region this week, Toronto District last week, I think it was. Schools started this month. Already, lots of cases of COVID happening in schools. As of today, 16 cases in Ontario schools since schools reopened in September. And more and more parents are choosing to go the online school route. I just want to mention, you know, before I continue this, you know what caused this COVID to have students having COVID? It's because prior to COVID, do you remember when Ford cut the expenses on teachers and cut teachers and classroom became smaller? Yeah, every, every, every day. That's, that's a story every day. Yeah. That's exactly why kids are catching COVID so easily now because the classes are so small. They're so congested at this point because it went from 20-something students to 30-something students per class. Mm-hmm. That's a reason why. So you're saying if schools were still, if classes were still at 20 students per class, you're saying there would be no COVID? No, no, no. no. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying less chance, right? Well, yeah. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, it's, it's not gonna prevent COVID though. I'm, what I want to talk about though is a lot of parents are switching to online school. They have the option. Their kids can enroll to virtual class. Um, and we saw a lot more just these past few days because like, fuck, these cases are real. Adding on to that, I don't, these online classes are as good. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. I have some colleagues that have kids and they're like four or five years old. And kids can't fucking sit still, man. I've taught kindergarten. I've taught grade one. Kids can't fucking sit still. Yeah. How the hell is I supposed to teach that? Like, uh, my colleague was saying last week, because uh, she had vacation, she, had, she has kids that went back to school last week. And the teacher was telling the student to, I think it was like, write something or some shit like that. I don't remember. Like, how old are these kids? These are five years old. Okay. Like, kindergarten. A senior kindergarten, right? Sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah, five. They, yep. They can't do shit. Their friends are, like, jumping around. They can't sit fucking still. They're fucking five years old. And, like, as much as online class- classes are important, but I don't think kids can learn at this point. Right. It's at home. I don't think it's a good idea either. To be honest, I don't know how we can beat COVID with kids staying at home or going to school. Either way, kids can't learn. What we see now is is what the debate is, is whether you should send your kid to school or not. Like, yes, you said, kids have a very tough time. Young kids, toddlers, basically, five-year-olds, whatever, they have a really tough time sitting in front of a computer, which is what you do on online, right? Whereas, yeah, these are kids who want to run around. They want to draw on walls and shit. So... If you if you have a situation where little kids are in front of computers, they're not going to learn. I, I agree with you on that. But if you're a parent, do you willingly, knowingly send that child in to the public with the possibility 
they could get COVID. I wouldn't. See, what the Western countries need to do is learn from the Asian countries. Learning to fucking wear a mask as kids. Because, like, let's be honest here. Kids in the West cannot fucking wear a mask. Because they'll take it off. Okay, so what's the difference? What what is what is it like well, in Asia? I'm gonna tell you, like uh, kids in Asia, they can keep a mask on without touching it because they've been raised that way. They've been molded that way. They they're they're, that they're way. five years old. They're they're they barely raised. But how how do we do that? How do we do that? I don't know. Like train them since they're kids. I think Asian parents are better at doing that, to be honest. But it's mostly like the other ethnicities that can't do that. But why? Why is what is it about Asian parents which somehow magically make their kids keep the face mask on? I don't know. That's what's magical. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe when I become a parent, I'll know. But I see kids wearing masks like Asian kids, and they're fine with it. And especially in Asia, you know, when like when I was teaching in Taiwan, when you're teaching in Japan, you see kids wearing masks. Do you? Yeah. Like they wear it like it's nothing. Like it's such a normal fashion sense, right? I think it's not about the race. It's more about how these kids were raised, mm-hmm. right? It's not like if you're white, if you're white and you grew up in Asia, you're gonna wear a mask, right? And what it is is the culture of well, for I can speak for Japan, wearing a mask is considered to be polite because you're not fucking over everyone else. Same time, you're you're also not getting sick too. People wear masks even if they're not sick because. They don't want to get a cold. But then the other way around is that it's it's a courtesy to the public. So that's a societal norm. That we should implement. That we that people here are not about because <laughs> they've never against it. they've never, you know, they've never had to do that. No, I I just want to answer Kyle's uh what did Kyle say? Jack he's like Jack can teach during COVID in Taiwan. But my my point is not Teacher are not teaching during COVID. It's the point is that in Asia, they're wearing masks on a normal basis. So a lot of uh, health officials and um, people have said, kids, you know, four and under, they get a pass. They don't wear a mask. They don't need to wear a mask. Health officials are saying that they don't need to wear a mask if they're under a certain age. I think it's like two or something. Are you saying that? Kids, babies who are like two years old should be wearing a mask too? Well, I'm saying they should learn. So whenever they can learn. Well, you can't really technically fit a mask on a two-year-old. Even kids' masks won't fit. I don't know. They'd probably develop a mask like that. I don't know. Cover some like scarf or something. I don't think it's it's an issue as simple as like wearing a mask or not. Uh, because when when these kids are going to school... They're supposed to be wearing a mask, right? Sure. We can't keep track of them all the time. But they're supposed to be wearing a mask, but people are still getting COVID. Whether that be in school or outside of school, but like one kid gets COVID, they go to school. The next day, you know, the whole class gets it. I don't think going back to school is the way to go. If anything, it should be online. Because what you're trying to say now is, what's more important? The Education is important. Don't get me wrong. But is education more important than health? I'm not saying that education is more important than health. I'm not saying that health is more important than education. Mm -hmm. I'm just merely stating the pros and cons of schooling from home. And I feel like 
kids under a certain age will not be able to learn. What should, this, what should they do? That's the issue. I, I can't think of what to do. And I feel like maybe years down the line, maybe Kobe will stay for two, three years. I think these kids within these two, three years will be not as smart as the other generations because they're going to miss be missing two, three years of legit education. It could be. It could be. And I think one of the challenges is seeing how teachers can implement effective online education. Effective. The key word being effective. Because what is that? Like, you can't really be effective if you're five years old jumping around and not even listening, not even looking into the webcam. Exactly. How are they supposed to teach these kids, like online when they're so young and they don't listen unless you're physically there with them. That's the big issue right now. And like your issue is if kids are going back to school or not. Should kids be going back to school? And me adding onto that issue is them going to school online is not effective. It's not effective for the education. Both of these are issues. Both of these are big, Mm -hmm. big issues. This is why it's on this podcast. What is... What is the, I don't know, if you were to say, what is the starting age of effective online education? How old should someone be before they can effectively learn online? I would say high school. Can maybe grade seven. Middle school? Middle school, middle school, middle school, grade six. Yeah. Because I've taught up to grade nine, I think. And kids in middle school, grade six, oh, sorry, seven, eight, nine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, seven, nine, grade six, seven, nine. They tend to listen to you more. I'm not saying they respect you. They might or might not depend on the teacher. But at least they listen. Some students that are more mature ones will listen to in class. But I've taught, let's say, grade five yep. and grade four, grade six. They don't listen. They just, like, they're just going through puberty. They're, they don't fucking listen. They just... Just kids. Just, just kids, man. Like, they can't, they can't even sit in class. Let's just put it that way. How are they sit at home in front of a computer? Uh yeah, that's that's a good point. Online education is a good is a good means for older kids, but at the end of the day, it's like the motivation is like I I think a lot of these kids who who are forced to learn online, they might not have that motivation. Their friends aren't there. There's no physical person there to say you have to do this at this time. It's probably a lot more lenient than if you were in there in person. So I think students are going to have to realize that a lot of their learning is going to be on themselves. If you think back to you and us being kids, a lot of our learning was teacher imposed. Like this is what the teacher said we're doing. We did it. Uh, And that's not something I really learned. I I think a lot of people who go to university or post-secondary school, they sort of make that jump from being guided by the teacher to being self-motivated because in post-secondary, your professor's not going to boss you around. They don't give a fuck. You already paid the money. So what we might see, I'm, I'm being optimistic here, is that students gain that sense of individualism, that sense of self-responsibility earlier. I'm not saying whether or not you know this is going to happen, but... I guess that's a positive. That could be one positive of online education because they're more in charge of their own work. Yes, they're still going to be doing assignments. No one's going to be telling them to do it. If they don't do it, they just fail, right? Um, actually, I don't know. They might not be failing kids now if they're studying online. So yeah, I've, I've heard 
at least universities that the teachers not allowed to fail the students. Because in the backdrop of COVID, you have this stress, deadly disease stress. floating around in the air. So I think a lot of organizations, a lot of schools will have to put certain projects, certain goals on hold because it's not that important in the grand scheme of things. Like if you look back now and ask me like, how important was school? I, I think a lot of people would say, you know, school is not so important uh, when, if you're comparing it with health. So I think online education is the way to go. If, if it's a choice between going in person to school and learning online, online education is the way to go. It might not be as effective now, but that's because we haven't really developed those ways of learning. Who knows? Maybe in five years, online education is the norm. Everyone's doing it. Uh, we figured out a way. Everyone's like, just like how in Asia, everyone's wearing masks as kids. Everyone's sitting in front of their, their class. It's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible because it, it's being done in Asia, right? Kids are wearing masks. They're being, we can't just go around saying, yo, these, these kids in Asia are, are more well behaved because they're, they're able to wear masks. That's such a generalization. But then at the same time, if they can do that there, I think it's possible. It's, it's like physically possible. Humans can do this. They can study in front of a computer. It's just going to be on, on the educators of like, how? How are you going to keep these kids engaged? That's, that's the issue. You know, you know, the studies shown that each generation of kids have a lower attention span each generation. Mm -hmm. How are they going to make these kids sit still in a screen with a webcam on? But think about this. Every time you see uh, a toddler with an iPad at a dim sum place, for example. Which fixated my kids? Fixated on the screen. It's possible. You can leave your kids in front of like Dora the Explorer or like Pe- Peppy Frog or Peppy, Peppy the Pig. Pig. <laughs> They're going to stare at the screen. It's possible. But it's going to be up to the educators to decide... Like, what's going to work? What's not going to work? See, this is going to go back to uh, funding for teachers. Due to COVID, I'm sure they need to raise the funding for teachers, for sure. They cut it. They're going to have to raise it back. Because it's not just about teachers at this point. It's going to be about technology as well. Yeah. Maybe e-books. Yeah. Giving out out Chromebooks. Giving out... uh... Basically, instead, like iPads. Yeah. Instead of like, you know, as students, when we were kids or whatever, we got textbooks. Maybe they're going to get like iPads with ebooks installed in them. I don't see why not. And then they'll return it at the end of the year. I mean, overall, the overall cost of getting an iPad versus the cost of all the textbooks we've ever gotten. I think an iPad is still cheaper. True. And ebooks will be cheaper too. Of course. You're not getting like an iPad Pro, you know, like with fucking software in it. It's, it could just be a simple e-reader. Well, I'm not advocating Apple, you know, maybe you go with Surface or like some Android shit. You know, well, whatever company, whatever company wins that contract is going to, is going to be cheaper. Have a good payday. It's yeah. going to have a good payday. Kyle brought up a good point. Uh, the lack of seeing friends and making connections with people face-to-face can be damaging for kids and their social development. That was actually what I was going to bring up next. How traumatic are this generation going to be as kids? 
we're going to see a gap between what is acceptable face-to-face and what is, you know, how, how can things be conducted online? What, at what age do you think that is the most important for a kid's social development? At what age, Gavin? I think throughout elementary school is important. Like the reason why online education is tough is because you don't have that social development. You don't play with your friends at recess. You don't like gossip in the, in the back of the classroom. You don't pass notes. Like all that mundane stuff is part of growing up. And I think what it is, you know, part of growing up for us, at least in our childhood, what we're going to see in a few years when these kids now grow up is a new type of social interaction. Maybe, maybe they're not going to be as good speaking face-to-face as people. Maybe. But the new form of communication could be more heavily online. Everyone knows how to text. No one knows how to say hi. But interview, you would have to do in person. And, and, And I'll tell you why. The reason is because you can tell someone's lying. That's one. Body language. Right? When you do interviews, you don't want someone BSing, send you a resume do everything online in front of a screen and then they might be lying to you like their skill set or whatever. But if you can see them face to face, there's body language, there's uh, speech, how they're spe- saying it, their vocab they're using. There's so much more to a face to face interview than a computer interview. Mm-hmm. A com- even though if it's a face to face Zoom interview. Or yes, Skype exactly. Interview. Exactly. And I feel without these social developments as kids, they're going to have issues with these heading into their adulthood. It could be, or it could be to a point where when, when these kids are adults, the new norm for communicating will be changed so drastically that everything will be done online. So these people can, can just lie. It's like, so, oh, I can do yeah, this, so. I can do that. And then, then they get the job. And then when they, when they find out they can't, they get fired. That means the turnover rate for every job will be really high. Possibly, but... That's that's the future. Like no one, no one is conducting face to face interviews now in in a in a business setting, in a corporate setting, right? I don't think any corporate jobs are doing face to face interviews. You're, you're right. You're right. Because I know for my company that I work in, we're actually hiring like ten more new people apparently for a department, and all online, all and all all this is video online. call. And to be honest, as a very social person. As well as introverted person, uh, I don't think online like interviews very acceptable. But that's the best alternative we have. Well, to get it because of COVID. But let's say you need people, right? You need people. Let's say in a year or so, because these ki- these elementary school days are very important for kids for their social development. Yeah, like you said, and and I totally agree with that. And let's say these kids that miss a year or two is the most crucial time. They're not getting a social skill. They're not learning about the social development. And adulthood comes along. They have to go to interviews. They don't know how to do it. They don't know how to do interviews. Well, first of all, we're assuming we're assuming we're going to go back to that regular face-to-face interview. We're assuming that life is going to come back to where it is. On, on an aside, the way I see the corporate world now, I'm thinking this work-from-home life will be more or less permanent. Well, Even after COVID... People are going to want to work from home. It saves companies and businesses a lot of money. And people are more productive at home. Workers are more productive at home. It's hard for me to see. Sure, some people are going to do that. But it's hard for me to see large corporations willing to go back to 
cubicle life, which can't happen now. No, I, I totally agree with you. Like working from everything. I think it's the interview process. I think interview process, no matter what, will go back to the face to face. Because like I said earlier, the lying, the fake, everything is face to face. You can't see it online as an HR person. I'm not saying I'm, I'm an HR person, but me seeing things from an HR person, it's better to hire people face-to-face and doing the interview face-to-face Well, Well, consider this. What are you looking for as a, as a li- in a liar? Their body language, right? Their, their eye contact and stuff. They're, they're, if they're like nervous and fidgety. I, I think, you know, if you're an HR director looking into the future, the, the new way of interviewing, you're going to have to be able to tell those lies and indicate those points through a video. That's a new skill they're going to have to learn. To go back to the original point, Kids today having less social interaction, which equals they can't have face-to-face communication, which equals, and I know it's, it's kind of a stretch, but which equals <laughs> they they have shitty interview skills. Uh, who's to say in a few years, the interviewer is also not a young kid like that. And there's a new type of interview. Well, if it was me, I'm just saying, let's say if I was interviewing higher people. Yeah, we'll be the boomers in the, the age. We'll be like, oh, this, this guy doesn't know how to talk. Yeah, we, we, we will be, right? We will be. We will be, yeah. And I will for sure not hire a kid that doesn't have good communications. As a person. Yeah, of course. That has really good communication skills. And I think I do. And I can say I do. Somewhat. No, please, please, sign, please, sign, please. Sign. Let, me, let me have a fame here. Let me have a 15 second fame. Okay. 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 So let's say I'm doing the hiring and I'm. Like godlike communication skills compared to this kid. He's not even able to socialize as well as me when I was his age. Yeah. But everything else is fine. His resume, fire. Maybe you gave him an assignment. Fire. Smart kid, man. Smart kid. I guess it depends on the job too, right? Yeah, it does. It does. If it's if it's like a face to face job, then well fuck, right? Yeah. If it's like a sales job, I'm not yeah. yeah. But like if you're looking for an engineer. Yeah, it doesn't like, Why matter. the fuck do you care? That's true. Yeah, while going to school and making connections at school is important, there, there are going to be other avenues for kids to learn. You know, if they get a part-time job growing up, maybe if that's still a thing, right? They work at a McDonald's or something, they learn communication skills. Yeah. There could be an opportunity for a new, like, tutoring or something. You know, like, like you just Kumon and then there's, like, fucking... Tumon. Talking Kumon, yeah, <laughs> like like a like a organization where they teach you how to speak, you know, like Toastmasters like or something. Yeah. Toastmasters, right? Maybe we'll see an increase in demand for that in ten years, when when the kids who are toddlers now they're growing up, they've only had online education, and we see this new niche market, super high in demand, just teaching them communication skills. Like think back to think back to us and kids like when we were kids and the skills we couldn't learn, like a lot of things we do as quote unquote adults, we would like to have learned as kids, you know, like financing, finance, you know, maybe even like uh, how to, how to do your taxes, how to, how to change a tire if you want, right. How to do this and that. And then 10 years from now, add, add how to have a conversation to that list. That's pretty sad. Cause I, so there's going to, but there's going to be new niches, new markets coming up being like, yo, I see an opportunity. I'm going to start a, a face-to-face interaction school. And some Asian mom is going to take that 200%. Hey, son, this is going to help you get into Harvard. You're going to talk in class on Thursday. See, I, I kind of want a few time at Harvard. 
I want to talk about why people go to private schools, why people go to Harvard. Okay, I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. Going to Harvard, going to these prestigious schools or private schools, it's not about having the prestige. Why they're prestigious? Because that's where you make connections, right? If they can't go to school during this period, they can't make those connections. Let's say someone goes to Harvard right now. So from what I heard and from what I know is that people go to these schools to make connections with quote unquote rich people or like people that are, are in the field. Networking. Yeah, networking. networking. That's the right word I was just looking for. Uh, Ex God tier communicator. God tier <laughs> communicator. Uh, but now these people can't go to school to make these networks. Okay. That's fucked. I think the value, the hidden value of post-secondary is definitely networking. It's not even post-secondary. It's hidden, private schools too. The hidden value. That's, that's just the rich being in their buddy system of other rich kids. If you're rich, you're going to naturally find a way to, to network with other rich people, mm-hmm. whether you're in school or not. But what about people like me, for example? Let's say I was a smart kid. I wasn't rich. And I got to Harvard because of my smarts. Yeah. And all of a sudden school becomes online. Mm-hmm. I won't be able to make those connections. It doesn't because I'm not rich. Yeah. Poss- there's people, possibly. Because there possibly. are people that are not rich. People gone because of their smartness, their brains. Yes. Right? And that's because Harvard is such a good school to begin with. Yeah. Let's let's not let's not ignore well, the fact I, that the school is is good because it's good. I, I'm not saying that they're not good. The the secondary the secondary the value of part, school. Yeah. Not to say more important, but it's it's the hidden curriculum of schooling is that you're socializing, you're networking, and if you're in a prestigious institution like that you're probably going to meet someone who's going to hook you up with a job. 100%. Or 99%. So, without these uh, hidden curriculum items I just talked about, you're only getting the straight-up education. Exactly. And for, like, non-rich kids, for example, like us, and let's say we did get into Harvard, yeah, it would be a real disadvantage for us because we're there to network. It, it would be, but if you're a poor kid, smart kid... That Harvard degree is still going to help you a lot. I'm not saying, is it? It's still, you're still an advantage over someone who went to... Princeton? What? (laughs) (laughs) Someone who didn't go, someone who didn't go to... Like someone that went to UFT. Sure. Sure. Of course. No, Harvard is better than UFT. Obviously. But as a a proud UFT alumnus, I I have to say, number one school in Canada. Nah, B. Nah, B. Ranking. Number one school in Canada. Well, you know what school I think it's better than UFT? What? Waterloo. <laughs> Hands down. Engineer, For what? Engineering, computer science, math, statistics. Hands down. Waterloo. You just named like the Asian six pack. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I mean, going to school is going to be changing in the future. And I don't think it's going to go back anytime soon. You know, I have some friends who are teachers in Canada and they're worried, you know, they're worried about going into class because like you could straight up get COVID one day from going to work. You're going home, you're infecting your family. It's one thing if you're kind of knowingly, not to say teachers are like down to teach in person, but like to, to bring it back to your family is also fucked. Same thing for your kids. If you have a kid, like I'm sending you to school. They could come back home with COVID. 
it's not worth it. Is is not worth it. And as much as you're saying online education has its downfalls, it's the best alternative. Mm. Secondly, what I want to what I want to add on is even though it's new, it's new to us, which is why it's so like scary. Like, oh man, these kids are not going to know how to have face to face communication. We we don't know how they'll turn out. The option is having an education or not having an education. So if you're a parent, one is obviously better than the other. And I think while it's nice to have in class, it's it's too dangerous. It's too dangerous. Numbers are too high. Kids in class with more than 20 kids, I'm I'm not risking that. And I think if you're a parent, you would agree. No, I would agree. I'm still agreeing with you. I'm just weighing the pros and cons. That's mm-hmm. it. I'm not saying that one is over the other. Obviously, health is important. But to me, education also is very yeah. important. Yeah. And for me, I don't weigh education on what you learn. I weigh education on skills that are developed during your educational phase. That's what you learn. That's what I learn. Yeah. So, so education is what you no, learn. No, no, no. no. <laughs> like, I'm talking about like communication skills or like... Okay. Uh, the yeah. Not just about not the not the regular the, curriculum. Yeah, not like just about oh, I'm learning English. Yeah. And I need to get hundred percent and you write a sick ass essay. Yeah. Or like I need to get hundred percent and calculus and vectors. It's the social is a social aspect. social aspect and 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 just skills that are developed along the way. Because don't get me wrong, like going even handing in a homework assignment is similar to you handing in your project if you're working in a company. Yes. So these are skills which Going to school or, learns. Uh, networking is important. Or, Being uh, able to like make friends is important. If so, you take that away from these kids, it's a large part of their childhood is gone. It's also like making friends. It's like getting along with your coworkers. That's the exact same thing. Absolutely. Or like uh, when you do a team project. That's yep. like going out to the real world when you're trying to communicate and working as a team. Okay, you do this, you do that. But maybe these kids will turn out they can't they don't know how to work as a team, they don't know how to work individually. Perhaps. Though the way we're looking at it now is very, very traditional. Keep in mind, the way you and I were raised is traditional now. It's old school. The skills we learned in class, teamwork, projects, you know, group projects, handing in assignments, making friends. These are these are skills we cherish. In the real world and in our school, we can look back and think fondly of making friends and stuff. But I'm saying it's traditional because the the next wave, if they follow through with this COVID plan, um, learn from home, the new norm of the workplace in 2030, 2040 will be completely different. Because let's say everyone is working from home still, then maybe it's better to be individualistic. Right and 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 you know going back to your point about like like group projects like there's still I'm I'm sure there's still have group projects it's it's not that hard to do a group project online but it's hard to communicate online that's what I'm trying to say of course of course but these kids are gonna have these skills to communicate they're gonna be better texters they're you know they're gonna know all the different please, apps please. they're gonna they're gonna be able to use technology better than us a hundred percent please I'm pretty knowledgeable in technology they're gonna be better I'm sure like I work in IT don't downplay me here son do you know how to code a website. Let's not go that far. If you're going to business field, you don't need to know how to fucking code a website. These kids are going to learn how to code in, since grade one. That's what I'm saying. Like, our skills are important, sure. But they're going to get phased out. I'm sure some of these skills are, won't be phased. Like, 
I'm sure communication skills has been running since. Of course, of but these kids That's are still going to be communicating. It's just going to be in their own way, right? It's going to be a new wave of communication. Handshake. That's going to be gone, dude. Think of how many times an adult has come to said and says to you, "Yo, don't have a limpy." You know, limpy ass handshake, Dude. Like fish, fish hand, handshake. Don't get me that's, started. That's that. not gonna be important now. No one's fucking handshaking anymore. So, our old school ways of doing things are gonna be changing. It's gonna start from childhood. That's how everything starts. Uh, we're not gonna agree with it when when we're old grandpas. We're gonna be like these kids are fucking whack, dude. But is it? Are they gonna be whack if they're the majority? <laughs> I still think they're whack now, and we're and the yeah, and once, are once, still majority. Once these young kids, these uh, let's say COVID gen kids, <laughs> are the majority, because that's that's just a matter of time, dude. The the new ways of doing things are going to be different. Communication will be completely different. A lot of things will be online, if not everything. Probably the need for seeing in person is like minimal, if at all, right? Just from working at home. I can see how it's possible. I want to ask you, what skills have I developed from working at home? It's a lot more being individualistic. Like you're, you're more, you need to take more initiative. But at the same time, you also need to check in more. Like it develops different types of communication skills. Because in the office, you roll around the corner. Hey, buddy, can you do this for me? Now it's different, right? Just sending an email for something you could normally have done by going to the corner and talking to a coworker. Completely different. It's a new way of communication. So while I get you're saying face-to-face interaction is important, but if you're not even in office anymore, if it's replaced by sending an email, that's just the new way I'm seeing. That's that's the new wave, the new way of communication. The way you're putting it is we're going backwards. We don't use emails anymore. We do like MSN. Yeah, like whatever. Whatever you use. Whatever you use, I don't know, you fucking WeChat your friend. The medium of communication is going to be moving away from face-to-face communication. I'm not saying face-to-face is not important. I'm saying the trends and the way I see it is going to be that direction. But but to conclude my point, to conclude the issue, going to school online is is the way to go. I want to conclude this issue by saying... Going to school is an issue and also working online. I mean, going to class online is still an issue. Either way, it's a big, big issue. It's a big issue. It's a big issue because... It's not just one issue. It's two issues in one. It's a fucking booster pack. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because what's the alternative? Kids five to, you know, five to ten, what, they don't go to school? They get homeschooled? I don't know, maybe. But then parents have to go to work too, right? So there's no easy answer. I you know I have faith like in humanity. I don't have faith in humanity. You don't have faith in Pascal Siakam. How the hell do you have faith in humanity? <laughs> like I I think you know as we develop courses and education systems, we'll be able to use internet computers well. Like computers are going to be more and more accessible. How we learn will change, and it's going to be the new future. It's going to be a new future. That's that's how it is. I feel like even as a new future. And let's say you and I are interviewers. Yeah. Like interviewing kids get a job. Yeah. I still think on the back of our mind subconsciously, we still have those skills that we will look for. Because we're, we're boomers, man. Yeah, we're we're going to be those boomers. Boomer exactly. Obviously, like, man. Maybe it'll be like 
dude, this guy doesn't have communication skills. Uh, for me. Yeah, yeah. Maybe for you, it's like, yo, this guy doesn't have teamwork. But it's like what you said. It's like what you said. It depends on the job. Let's say the corporate job in 2050. You don't need to see anyone face to face. Who cares that they can't give you a handshake? Well, but it's like right? a business development. That's like it depends on the stuff. job, dude. It depends on the job. But I'm pretty sure by then in the future, a lot of the skills we think are important now will be replaced. Hmm. Just like how you know, like telephone operators. You know, now we have the internet. It sucks because you spend your whole life like practicing the skill, and it's like one day, bam. You're not needed anymore. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, some skills I would say is important. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm emphasizing communication skills because communication skills has been important since the beginning of time. And, yep. I, and yep. I don't think that will be phased up but no matter what. Of course, of course. It'll be a new, form, a of new communication. form of communication. It just won't be what you're used to. We're not communicating with like grunts like cavemen anymore. <laughs> Obviously, it's going to be still, new. The point is, they're still face to face. Caveman communication is still face to face, and even to this day, face to face communication is still so important. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. That's why I'm saying. That's an old mindset, yeah, for sure. And for th- sure, that's why I'm saying this skill is one of those skills that won't be phased out. Yeah, it hasn't, been phased out hasn't been phased out since bro, 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 days. bro. When we're all wearing our fucking Elon Musk neural links, I can fake a, I can fake a facial reaction. Like, what, what's that going to mean, right? There's going to be different ways of doing things in the future. So yeah. we don't even know what's, what's going to happen. <laughs> but what I can say for sure is that it's going to be a different form of communication. Uh, all right. That's all I got. No, it was a good topic. Jack, do you have a Cantonese corner for us this week? All right. I think we're already. Hold on. Let me see how long we're in. Yeah, we're Ooh, we're, yeah. we're a bit past an hour, so this ain't gonna be a short episode. Uh, short episode. My Cantonese corner is a uh, pretty long. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> can I can I just say for the audience? Well, I'm the Jack, half. Jaxi has the textbook. We haven't seen that since Diu Pod season two. This is not just a textbook, man. What is it? It's an idiom textbook. <sighs> okay. okay so, what's the theme for right. today? Instead of teaching. Two idioms. I'll teach one since we're short in time, okay? We'll see. Okay. We'll see. If, if it's good, you know, we can keep going. I'll teach a better one. I'll teach the first one. Okay. This is the most important Cantonese corner that has been so far. This is your transition. <laughs> oh, shit. Seb is dropping some... <laughs> Seb is dropping some teasers. <laughs> to become, you know, an author. You gotta be a good storyteller. Okay. So... So... Oh, take it away. So, I'm gonna... Same idiom. It's, uh... I'm gonna do the second one because we're cutting in half. It's a tan kang. So facing cow playing piano. Yes. Basically, this means that trying to say something to someone and they're gonna completely like Hoof! goes over their head. It goes over their head. They don't. They're not gonna understand it. Okay, that's what it means. So for example, I'll give an example. Say I'm talking to Gavin. Yep. And. I'm talking Gavin about Valorant. Yep. Mm. And I'm telling him all this shit. Yo, this, you know, the uh, the Vandal is better than the Phantom. And then he was just like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And it's just like, like over his head. Right? Yeah. That's exactly what doing all time come means. It's just, it's going to just fly over the head. They won't understand a shit I'm saying. Okay? Yeah, yeah. It's like the English idiom, you know, fly, fly over the head. <laughs> okay, whatever, it doesn't matter. 
And it's it's a really good uh, idiom. I really like it. It's one of my favorites. Because, you know... So are you, are you using it a lot? Uh, I use it sometimes, like, on, online. On a online. random day, Jack's just like, <laughs> face cow, play piano. Doing all time, come law. And then, you know, there's a story behind it. And I want to tell the story, obviously. Okay. And I'll be telling the story in Cantonese. Or attempt to. Oh my fucking god, okay. 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 All in Cantonese, the whole... Wait, wait, are you... is there a story in the book? Yeah, 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 yeah. I read the story. Okay, yeah. okay. The story's in Chinese. And this is the story of the idiom. The origin of the idiom. Yes, yes, yes. Apparently. I don't think I don't it's think the original. So, but, it's but, just like a um, scenario yeah, situation. Yeah, it, gives, it, gives, it gives more of a vivid... Picture. Picture, okay? Okay. And and, and for the listeners, this this whole story is going to be in Cantonese. It's actually hard to translate. That's why. Damn. And also, if I speak in Cantonese, they can learn more. Yes. I apologize for any English <laughs> listeners. Okay. Go ahead. <clears throat> Hey, hey. Oh, also, can I cut you off one more, one more time? <laughs> uh, also, shout out to Sammy who wanted a Cantonese podcast. This is as close as we might get without any donations. Go. Uh, Jack's taking off the headphones. He's like, he can't hear his echo. Okay. Stop shaking the desk. Come on. Wando Okay. Uh, 他發開口沫就說碰食碗啊然後太太覺得太過丟架太過英文會說 so basically, uh, the story goes, it's about, you know, this, uh, guy? This, this guy, and he's always going to play mahjong with his friends and always forgets to go home, doesn't do exercise, besides playing mahjong. 24-7. 24-7. Yeah, say Yeah, say Susie. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, 
Oh no, sorry. <laughs> so one day the wife goes to him, yo, uh, you know, I want to go to this concert, this very important, what's Ding Ding? Classical? Yeah, classical, classical, that's what it's called, English. Classical concert. And her husband fell asleep after three minutes. Or not even, haven't reached three minutes, he fell asleep. And then he was snoring and he had a dream where he was like, he won in Mahjong. Yeah. And his wife thought it was very embarrassing. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is is an important part you're missing of this story. Oh, yeah, you said, that's it. And then I said... He thought he won in Mahjong. So he said... said, He had a dream. Yeah, he had a dream. So he said something. Out loud. Out loud, yes. English because it's so trash. He said something out loud to win... The the phrase you say when you win the game, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like... Or whatever, right? And then... The wife thought it was very embarrassing. Pulled him out. Let's get the fuck out of here. Yep. And... To the wife... It was like... Going to a concert and watching it... It was like... Doing all time count. Yep. The husband was... The cow and the music was just over his head. Yeah. Yeah. And basically that was the story of Doing Yeah. Alright. 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 See, I wanted to do a second one, but do we have time? Do you wanna do it? If you wanna do it, we can do it. I'll do it, I'll do it. Like, I, don't, I don't care. It's no difference. This was a bit shorter. It's uh Or how about how about we end the show and then after the show? No, you no, can, no, 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 no. Can... So you're part of the show or it doesn't happen? No, 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 like, no, like, after the outro, you no, can no, do, no, no. you can it has do. Has to be in the show, has to be in the canteen's corner. It doesn't, it's okay. not in the canteen's corner okay. anymore, okay. Okay. right? Okay. No, it's well, okay. After the outro, it's my issue. It's his issue. <laughs> oh, Sam has an issue after the outro, okay. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned for that. I, I, I'll uh, give this, the second one to this. Dam Yusu. So it means someone who is basically easily frightened and, you know, someone that's not brave, someone that's like a pussy. And the story goes like this, okay? The story... Should I, should I say in Chinese or... Wait, hold on, hold on. What's the literal translation of that idiom? Damsu... Uh, like sm- le- little... Small guts? Yeah, small gut. Not guts like intestines, but like like your your balls. Yeah. Small balls. <laughs> small balls. <laughs> small balls. You see? Something mouse? Like a mouse. Like a mouse, like a mouse. Okay, like your balls are as small as a mouse. Okay, sure, sure. Okay. Uh,个故事就是这样的。个故事开始就是,啊,龙力七月十五。Okay?And,这个字啊,是很重要的,okay?就是,这个时候就是那些鬼魂,就是我们所有的世界。个地球。Okay?然后呢, that's that's part of the story, man. Like what he's everything he's saying is part of the story. <laughs> it's in the book. And <笑>在在傳說中啊,就講係哦,啲鬼呢個時候真係會嚟嘅。咁啊,啲人就會啊,唔敢出街啊。Uh
basically. That's it. That's the story. I'll translate back to English. Uh, so basically, the story in English is about the lunar calendar, July 15th, and it's called Ghost. Ghost? Yeah. Ghost month. Ghost month. Mm. And what happens is that the ghost uh, of this month comes, the ghost come into the human world and fuck us On over. July 15th. On July 15th. Or the whole month. Or the whole month. Yeah, the whole month. So people are afraid to like, you know, go into alleyways. They're afraid to go into places that are dark. They're afraid to go out at night. They should stay home. And this is all like a hoax, a fake, right? But people that are scared basically are Dam Siu Yu Su. Got balls like a mouse. Got yeah. balls like a mouse. If you're if you're scared of ghosts on July 15th and the lunar calendar. You're you're basically uh you're basically you have the balls of a mouse. Well, this is this is not in the story, but basically on July fifteenth is the most intense day. It's the the day that the ghost is the descend upon Earth. Yeah, the scariest day. The most forces come. Yes, yes. When the yes. gates are open. When the gates are open, bro. Yes. The gates are fully open. Fully open. Okay, can you say the two idioms one more time? Okay. Uh so this one's Dam Siu Yu Su. And the second one, he has to turn the page. come. <laughs> okay. All right. Great. Good stuff. Is this a is this a transition to your storytelling career? No, it's a transition uh, to a Cantonese podcast we might be starting. Mm. Stay tuned, Sammy. Stay tuned. <laughs> Is that it for this week? Uh, Candy's Corner, yes. That's okay. So recap the issues. Jack, what was your issue? Uh, my issue was going back to phase two. Yep. And how it affects mine and other people's dating life, especially people that has a timeline. Yes. Uh, and I talked about whether or not students should go back to school in person or study online. And I think online's the better of the two evils. And I added on to that you know, saying that going to school and not going to school because doing stuff online and COVID, they're both big issues in that. Either yep. one, there's pros and cons. Yep. Huge, huge issue. Huge issue. We're not going to know the implications until like a few years down the road when when these kids graduate. So exactly, exactly. we'll see. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave a comment on our website. That's www.diupod.com. If you hit us up on the website, you can hear our episodes earlier. Be the exclusive day one fans. But if you're not about that life, listen to us on Spotify, Anchor, uh, Google Podcast. And if you want to be involved in the show, there are so many ways. What can they do to be involved in the show, Jack? They can email us at diupodcast at gmail.com. They can message us on Facebook. If you know us personally, you can also message us personally. Uh, Obviously, yep. <laughs> yeah. But most importantly, donate. Oh, yeah. Donate. <laughs> okay. Wow. Wow. This is coming from uh, producer Sad. We now. haven't shouted to Kenny yet, so. Yeah, you know, we have a shout for Kenny today. <laughs> shout out to Kenny. Shout out to Kenny again. You know, thanks for donation. You know, he's our first step to success. Yep. Uh, please donate. Yep. No refunds. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, obviously. Jack Jack needs more karaoke equipment. <laughs> I need two extra mics, guys. I need two extra mics. Um, we're also on Twitter. 
I mean, I was on Twitter. We've been more active on Twitter. Or Gavin has specifically. Uh, Once know, a week at least. Yeah. <laughs> Once a week at least. Uh, you know, m- maybe I'll uh, start putting up my idioms on Twitter. You should put you your Cantonese words on, on Twitter, of course, man. Yeah. You were doing that for a while. What the hell happened? No, those weren't idioms. Those were just like... No, no, like yeah. you were putting words on, on Twitter, though. Before. I know, I just... Yeah. Got lazy? Got it. No, I just yeah. didn't know what to put after a while. The same Cantonese corner words. I know, it's too much work. But this... It's good. This, okay. This okay. content today, okay. I felt okay. like it was something I could be proud of. I'm proud of you. Please listen to us on Spotify. I think that's it, yeah. I think that's it. I said everything. Yeah, I said that already. Anchor. Yeah, I said that. I said all of that. Podcast. All right. Fucked Apple. Haven't fucked Apple in a while. Oh, yeah. I haven't fucked Apple in a while. Yeah. Jack's beginning to like Apple, I guess. Anyways, Seb says he has a, he has an issue, which we'll do after we end the show. Take us away, Jack. Thank you for listening and tune in next time on D.I.U. Podcast. I'm so confused by the story. Hmm? Oh, Kyle's in. Kyle's in. Kyle's confused by the story. Uh, Hold on, Kyle. Seb is going to have an issue. It's It's a D.I.U. Podcast first time ever actually i don't think seb ever brought in an issue no probably this is the first time and uh, i was kind of pissed too like you know we were talking about like stage two back to stage two and then you know now that uh we spend more time at home and then uh, i was looking at uh, some um streams uh last week and then uh of course jack's a big streamer right yes so yes. of course i tuned oh. into his stream last week yo and I was like, yo, sick, Jack's screaming. So uh, let me just take a shower, leave the stream on, and come back and do it. Yo, he ended the stream in like, what, 20 minutes? The fuck? Whoa. And then no more streams for the rest of the week. Jack, what's happening with your streaming career? It's the karaoke, bro. <laughs> we should just film me doing karaoke and streaming, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> you are so passionate <laughs> about... First of all, it's a good idea. Yes, yeah, stream yourself. Of course. Come on, man. Put the webcam downstairs, fucking twitch it. Yeah. But you were so passionate about being a streamer. Less than less than a month ago. We're like, yo, this is a changed Jack C. I know. We're so happy for him. He's making moves. He's done complaining. Yeah. And now since affiliating? One stream, that's it? I just gotta say. Twenty minutes? I I, I just gotta say, since affiliating. I never had any more followers. Because you lost the drive. You lost the drive, bro. I lost the followers. It's all good. I'll restream again. You lost the drive. It sounds like you lost the drive, man. Because before you were affiliated, you were like telling everyone, follow me. Come through on the stream. And that just stopped. You hit your goal and you stopped. Is there a Chinese idiom for that? Like you you climbed to the... The first peak, and you don't go to the second peak. I got this. I got oh, this. You got I got it? this. I got okay. this. Food house, eh? Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> or I have another one. Lion, was that like tiger head, snake, snake tail. tail? Yeah. You start strong, and then you get the balls of a mouse. Fuck, man. Are you going to stream? Okay, just, yeah, I will, bro. I've just one. been really busy with my karaoke on weekends. There's no games. I haven't been gaming besides 2K. Stream the fucking karaoke, man.
That's the. I think that's a good. I don't Reason. think my friends would want to be in the stream. I don't. I don't. Too care bad. They want to come over to your house. They're being streamed. Fuck it. That's your new house rules. <laughs> all right. All right. All Either right. that or they pay you hundred bucks. All right, Gavin. You want to come over and karaoke? I don't. <laughs> See? But your friends who actually want to karaoke, you're like, listen, you're gonna come on my stream, or I'm closing the I'm closing the karaoke gates. Oh you're already you're already God. blasting them on IG story. So what the fuck does that matter to them? That's right. It's just a longer version of IG story. 